Hello, and welcome back to Robots Don't Age, the only podcast where we go out of our way to kill Emily in Until Dawn. Do you fucking hear that, Evie, on Twitter? I'm calling you out. <laughs> fucking say nobody listens to this podcast. Fuck you. Anyways, um, it's me, the crude cunt Cody, with uh, Hello, today we have, of course, the Molly Mommy doing? Keone. Well, Keone, let's see up? how these new nicknames work. I'm just kind of fucking around a little bit. But yeah, I got in a small Twitter exchange uh, hours ago, which is going to be weeks old by this point about a video game uh-huh. and the woman was like hey, nobody cares i'm like well you put it on twitter so i mean i replied fuck off uh-huh but other than that today before i forget because i always do we will be talking about the conspiracy the birds aren't real and whether or not the people are trolling or they genuinely believe it i think that some people believe it to be honest but we'll get into that uh you know i can't wait to get into it but first kiani my friend my buddy pal what have you been up to Lots of shit, bro. Okay, so as you know, I am launching my creativity guidance program called Confidence Through Creativity, your holistic art experience. And we launch on 2-22-22. I have two creatives already paid and booked for the program. So I'm very excited about that. I'm holding space for like 10 people. But, you know, even if I only get those two before we launch this round, I'm going to keep on fucking trucking. Hell right, you will. Hell yeah, I will. Um, So, yeah, so I've really been going ham with that lately. I've been um, doing clarity calls, which are essentially like sales calls and even for those who don't, who decide, cause I've had a lot of people that were like hella into it and like wanted to, but financially wise, they couldn't manage it. Yeah. They felt like they couldn't manage it. And so I still like the things that we had discussed within the clarity call. Cause we go over there, like their pain points, their wants, their needs, like why this is important for them now. Um, so on and so forth. And so even, even if they aren't able to sign up or you'll feel that they can't swing it, if we have time left within our, our allotted time frame for our call, I'll sit back down and I'll be like, well, are you open to some advice? And then like, we'll talk about some of the things that they stress the most or what I felt like I was hearing from them in regards to some of their issues. And I give them some tips and advice from there because like, I genuinely want to help whether you can sign up for the program or not. Like I want to help. So yeah, I know we've made an offer kind of similar to that open air on the show. If people wanted to help developing anything, but nobody actually got around to messaging us. Mm -hmm. You fucks. Anyways, I definitely had to reach my hands out a lot to bring people in. One of the best things that I've done teaser videos. You know, I'm like, do you have issues with this? Do you have problems with that? Or perhaps you struggle with, you know, finding time for your creativity or perhaps you struggle with uh, relaxing and not feeling fucking guilty about it. If so, can I introduce you to cocaine? Yeah, can I introduce you to coke? Um, <laughs> I was just like, have I got some shit for you? And then like- <laughs> You may be paranoid, but you'll have the energy to do but it. you'll have the energy to go, go and go some more. That video got like over 3,000 views. I had like, Dang. yeah, I had like over 500 people fucking like it and shit. And then I had people coming to my inbox without me having to do anything. And I was like, that's magical. That's how that shit's done. Success. Shouts to my business coach. Proud of you, man. You're fucking doing it. Thank you. I'm doing the damn thing. Uh, working on a logo commission, which I think we might have talked about that the last time. I am Crocodile Dundee today, and I caught a cat. Ooh. Yes, it is this cat that has been roaming around the parking lot at my job, and it's like somewhere between cat and kitten. It's not quite a cat, but it's not a fucking... It's a cat. It's a cat. It's a juvenile. Um, 
but yeah, so I noticed that like last week, his, um, he didn't have any use of his back foot when I left for my off days last week. And I've seen him every day this week and he's still not using that back leg. So I'm like, there's something wrong. So I caught, I got, went and bought a fucking animal trap and put it, <laughs> put it in the parking lot. And I've been trying to catch him for like several days and I finally caught him today. What is it with you and capturing cats at work? I don't know. It's it's a thing. It's a it's a fucking thing. But I'm gonna I'm actually gonna take him to the emergency vet tonight. I've got him. I left him in the cage and I put him in my garage and I put like a sweatshirt in the cage and some water. And although he's not happy with me at fucking all, I mean, um, no, he straight up catnapped him. Yeah, and I and I put a space heater in the garage with him, so he's like, you know, I made him as comfortable as I could. He'll get adjusted. Or she. Yeah, and I'm going to take him to the emergency vet tonight to see, you know what I'm saying? Because regardless of what's going on with that leg, because I was going to take him to like an ASPCA, but like they're not open on Mondays. So, uh, and I don't really want to wait until tomorrow. Right. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to take him to an emergency well, vet. Well, in honor of the Twitter beef, um, if it's a female, I suggest you name her Emily. <laughs> Emily? Yes, the worst character on Until Dawn. We've decided, the, the everyone at the job that's been helping me corral this cat... Because I wanted to name him Appa because he's the colorings of Appa. Ooh. And now this woman at my job says that I should name him Parker because I found him in the parking lot. <laughs> so we've decided that his name is Appa Parker. And so <laughs> and so I've been calling him AP for short. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, AP, if you don't just get your ass in this fucking <laughs> thing so I can take you home to a warm house. So we can Let get me you. love you. Let <laughs> me love you, damn it. Let me get your foot fixed. So finally caught AP, you know what I'm saying? Got a bit, got my, got my man's in a garage or maybe my, my home girl. I don't, I don't know what it is yet, but you know, we'll figure that homie. out. It's the homie. It's the homie. I got the homie in the garage. So, um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. I also accidentally sent drugs to my grandma's house. Um, <laughs> not my fault. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I accidentally send drugs to my grandma's grave all the time. <laughs> I... Ordered some, because you know I microdose regularly uh, for like mm-hmm. depression and anxiety and everything else and PTSD and all that, um, yeah. which is magical, magical. Anyway, magical mushrooms. Anyway. I have heard rumors, heard of uh, mushrooms doing great things for depression. Yeah, yeah. It's been amazing. Um, been an amazing journey. Um, but yeah, so I ordered some of my stuffs from like a new person. And I ordered it on the internet because I've found ways to buy drugs on the internet. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you can do that. But anyway, so I had to put my shipping address and my billing address. This is my grandma's house because I move so often. So I just leave my bank set up at her house. And so they accidentally set them to my billing address. I'm on the phone with this woman and she's like, so I got a package for you. She's like, but I opened it. Cause I thought maybe it was something that you had sent me on accident or ordered sent me. And I was like, I was like, yeah. And she was like, I was like, I didn't. And then she was like some, they were some candy. It was some candy. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, you didn't eat them. Did you grandma? And she was like, no, no, I didn't. She goes, I read the pack and slip. Your grandma's smarter than you think she is. <laughs> I was like, I know you're smarter than that, Grandma. I was like, I mean, do you want to try them? <laughs> Since you have them. Since you have them, do you want to try them? She started giggling. She was like, no. I was like, Grandma, one of these days, 
me, you gonna, we gonna roll together. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go take a trip out to a uh, redacted city now, if you don't mind. We're, <laughs> we're canceling the podcast early. I'm <laughs> gonna go get Gammy high as shit. But yeah, so uh, that was interesting. And then she tells me that she'll send them to me, okay? And she sends me this text message and she says, the package is on its way. But sends me package. The package is in all caps. <laughs> like, like, way to be smooth, Grandma. I want to be subtle about it. Hey, the package that is totally not narcotics is heading your way. It's <laughs> heading your way. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what it could be, Grandma. I, gee, I wonder what it is. Goodies for me? I mean, at least now you can say that your grandma sent you drugs. <laughs> I know. No, I thought that was funny as shit. But yeah, other than me sending my grandma... Speaking of, you know, going to outer space, um, I'm collaborating with a music artist. Um, She's a friend that I actually met on the internet and we kind of like hit it off very fucking quickly. Like she just sent me this voice note one day and she's like, I want you to know that I've been following your content for a while. She was like, and you are just, she's like, you're just one of the most magical fucking people. She's like, and your vibe just gives me all the energy. And so then like, after that we were like best friends and so now we talk to each other all the time about like our creative pursuits and she makes music and she lives in nashville and her name's manon i don't know if i like you having friends outside of this group keani i'm (laughs) I'm very jealous (laughs) (laughs) who is this young lady what's what's her age what does she do for a living i need to talk to her parents (laughs) i need to talk to her parents god damn it um she's very talented very creative she like she sent me, like, she made a music video for one of her songs, and she'll, like, send me things as she's, like, working on them, and that makes me feel very special. Well, do you want to plug her music? Yes. Uh, her name is Manon Ward. Um, one of her newest songs that she just released is called Cocoon. It's fucking amazing. So. Okay, what kind of genre are we talking about? I guess, like, pop. Okay. I would say it's pop. I'm not good with, like, pointing out what genres are. I don't know, but I... We should... Definitely see about getting her on the podcast someday. Yeah, she would fucking love that. I'll message her tonight about it. She would love that. Sweet, sweet. I was thinking about getting more guests. Anyways. Yeah, so, because then she could talk about her shit. Yeah, anyway, she's amazing. So she's working on a project right now about aliens. Like, her song is about aliens. Fuck yes. Yeah, and so, because the other one was, like, blooming out of your cocoon and... This woman handmade her own like cocoon for her music video, like huh. soda cocoon. And it was like this boho looking thing. And I'm just like, Manon, that's amazing. That does sound pretty good. Yeah. So it's just, we just be gassing each other up and she'll like send me little videos of her, like getting dressed up in different outfits for her videos and shit. And I'm like, that's so fucking cool. So we just really go back and forth. And anyway, so she's working on this one project um, and the song is about like us living on a tiny planet and like seeing that things are much bigger. But anyway, I've, right. I'm actually had just drawn out this piece. And so we're working on like collaborating in some type of way to like connect my painting, like with her music and put it out there in some type of way. We haven't completely decided oh, nice. maybe work out like prints or, or, you know, something like that. Or so we're, yeah. So we're like brainstorming back and forth on that. And I'm really excited about it. Okay. Okay. I like it. I dig it. Yeah. Out here making moves and shit. So what have you been up to, sir? I mean, good God, compared to all of that, I don't feel like we I have nearly as much going on in terms of productivity. I'm sorry. <laughs> Before I get into all the media, then I'll just go ahead and make a brief announcement. We officially announced the video game, Amethyst County. 
Oh, fuck yes! So we've been talking about that a little bit. Um, for those of you who are out of the loop, Amethyst County is a first-person survival horror video game created primarily by CJ. I had a hand in it. Mostly just like with lore and stuff, but CJ's done the coding, the mapping, uh, the character models based off me directly. I'm not going to reveal anything about the enemies, but there are notes in there and like, you basically have to figure out how to escape the house, and that's the, the first step that we have so far. We are looking at, if I'm not mistaken, a limited release to our streaming friends. So by the time this releases, some of them should have access to it. I'm so fucking proud of you guys. Yeah, CJ's been busting his balls. That's why he hasn't really been on the podcast. He's just been working on this game nearly nonstop. And his brother's also been helping with a lot of the modeling, so it's been going pretty smooth. Nice. I'm so fucking proud of you guys. Let's see. I haven't really done anything in the realm of writing. If CJ was here, he'd probably tell me not to talk about it. But he and I are cast in a feature film, so we'll see, you know, if that goes. Oh, that's fucking exciting, too! Oh, fuck yeah! Yeah. We're going to be playing Brothers, and I'm not really going to reveal too much, but it's like a very back-and-forth fun rapport you'll catch it with us you Uh i mean you've heard us talking the podcast obviously it's very much like that just you know set in a horror movie so it should be pretty fun that's exciting all right now on to all of the things that i've been doing holy shit all right (laughs) good god there's so much i'm gonna start with what i've been doing on grand theft auto roleplay because this is funny as shit keani so on gta roleplay i was a part of the uh one of the biker gangs in the server right Mm -hmm. and i was told to go do something like Basically go handle it, so I ended up chasing these guys from, like, the northern part of the map all the way down to the southern part. And um, the leadership of the group got mad at me, and he's like, well, what the fuck should you do that for? I gave him the reason, and I said he didn't like the answer, so I said, too bad. So he kicked me from the group. He cracked down across the faction, like, became a fu- He called himself a dictator in a note that he released. Like, everyone's gonna have to fill out these surveys, tell me what your character's up to, what you're doing... If I don't like the answer, we're going to have to work on it. I was laughing so hard. Like, <laughs> because I told him too bad, his ego was so fucking inflamed that he, like, cracked out on the whole faction. That's fucking amazing. I don't even care if I've been fucking hanging out with those guys since, like, November. That is the most fun I've had playing this game is, like, getting this 100-plus group down to, like, around 90, getting people kicked. Like, he got so worked up over my answer. He's like, oh, fuck this. Fuck you. We're going to make everyone listen to us now. We're dictators. And um, I guess the guy also, like, lost that role. Someone stepped in and was like, yeah, man, you can't do this. Like, people are getting pissed off at you. Yeah. So he lost his position, too. Nice. Wait, so is this, like, an actual person playing on the other end of this? Yeah, no, it's an actual adult human. (laughs) He got so fucking mad that I said too bad that he, like, lost his shit over the game. And I'm like, oh, I even told him, like, it's a game. In the release, he was like, I know to some of you it's just a game, but we take this seriously. <laughs> yeah, no shit, you fucking dweeb. Like, it's just, just role play. Just have fun with it, you fucking cunt. Oh my fucking God. That is, ev- that is everything. I could totally see you being like, fuck yeah. Did I, did I get under your skin there, buddy? He got so worked up that, like, my friends were, like, messaging me updates, like, yeah, like, they post the survey, they're cracking down, the two, like, groups are starting to argue within one another. I'm like, this is great. A1, like, would not do anything different. This is perfect. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. I was, I laughed about that for, like, a week straight with how fucking, like, worked up they got over the video game. So good. Okay, so, <clears throat> on to the rest of the stuff. Uh, the show Superstore, I finished it. It's been a while compared to the rest of the stuff, so I'll try to keep it short got really emotional it hit all the beats great finale would watch the show again i believe last time i was talking about it i was still in season four all right let's see book of boba fett i know i was talking trash about it but i gotta be honest with you it redeemed itself did it yeah good the last episode i texted our mutual friend about it um i really liked it he hadn't finished it but like i feel like it had a pretty strong finish they even did a cool king kong reference 
a little bit of it's a little too like cheeky slash jokey like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna spoil anything but you know it's mm-hmm. star wars guys it's meant to be fun for the kids like just just fucking deal with it people are bitching online like why is this guy spinning before he shoots like i don't know it's called fucking style look it up he's got swag bitch yeah why do you think he did the whole spin because it's a badass same reason why boba fett shoots rockets from his fucking knees like <laughs> it's called style all right he had a plan <laughs> The show Future Man. I believe I also talked about this one a little bit. Wait, have I talked about Future Man on the show? I don't I don't recall. Okay, so Future Man is a show on Hulu, and it ran for three seasons, I believe. It is hysterical, Keani. Like, it's about basically mediocre, like, kind of slacker custodian mm-hmm. who is obsessed with one video game that is unbeatable. Mm-hmm. And once he beats it, people come back from the future to recruit him for their war to help fight the biotics. And it's basically like a time travel Terminator like mix, and it's like very comedic in tone, very funny, uh, a lot of action. It's good. I I really love the show. You said Future Man. Yeah, Future Man. It's on Hulu. I like that. I like it's that. It's like okay. For example, um, after he beats the game, he celebrates by going to jerk off. <laughs> and obviously, it doesn't show like the actual jerking off, but it shows his face. And then as soon as the warriors get there, he ends up coming on the guy's armor. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's like he came on me. Um, Wolf, the one of the future warriors, ends up becoming like a coke addicted chef in the first season. So, would recommend top tier. Nice, nice. All right, another show. Your pretty face is going to hell. This was an Adult Swim show, ran for four seasons, um, ten minute episodes. Now, Kiani, I know everyone thinks their workplace is hell, but what if it actually was? In this zany comedy, you get to watch Carrie as he tries to climb through the ranks of hell with Satan as his boss. But in all seriousness, it's pretty funny. You have like. Because, you know, you have the tortured souls, then you have the demons like Gary that are, like, middle management slash the workers, and then you have Satan. Uh-huh. So they have to, like, torture him, but then on their breaks or whatever, they have to, like, go to bathroom duty, which is their heads are in the urinal or in the toilet, and <laughs> Satan will come by and do his business. <laughs> you know, they do things like, in episode two, Satan reveals to Gary that he's not only banging Gary's ex, but he's doing it, like, in a house that he has to haunt because it, Satan doesn't want anyone to buy it. So, like, Gary's deeply in love with this woman, proposed to her and everything, and Satan's just like, yeah, I think I'm gonna just right here. Uh, you know, just funny <laughs> stuff like that. There's one episode that's entirely about aborted fetuses. Oh, my God. And, like, Gary gets them bubble wrap, and they start jumping around. <laughs> they start jumping around having fun, and, like, someone takes the bubble wrap away. And later in the episode, he pulls <laughs> the aborted fetus, because they managed to pull out, like, abortion and gun rights in one episode, pulls out a gun and said, you stole my bubble wrap. I have the right to stand my ground. <laughs> it is mine, damn it. They're just running around with, like, oh, one of the quotes was, um, I even remember this. Do you have one of those guns that go pat, 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 make the bullets go faster? Oh, God. So good. So good. All right. Anyways. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Star Wars Visions. Keanu, I text you about this because I think uh-huh. you might actually appreciate it. Uh, this is on Disney+. Plus. It's anime-style Star Wars. Totally based around, like, it's celebrating the great animation styles of past or, per- or present. I don't fucking know. I'm not an anime guy. Uh-huh. But it's like, I can recognize some of the styles, kind of like I've seen them. I can't identify what it's necessarily, like, associated with. But the first episode is, like, black and white with some colors, mostly red and, uh, the color blasters and everything too uh-huh. and it's just like a really badass like anthology star wars show that doesn't really have any main story and uh-huh. it's 15 minutes long so you can just hop in and out if you want without any major like stress of continuity or i really like anthologies for that reason yeah and i dug episode one so hard i found out the uh 
the guy Ronan from episode one has his own book that's like 12 hours long, and I'm probably going to get that the next day or so. Nice, nice. Because dude is fucking dope. Apparently he's just a Ronan that used to be a Sith that's going around killing other Sith. Like, I know this means nothing to you, but it's badass, man. So what is this on? Where can I watch this? Uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Beautiful. I have Disney Plus. All right. One last show. Because this is all uh, my life uh, feels like. Um, so Marvel show Hitmonkey. If I asked you to describe what you think Hitmonkey is, Keanu, what would you like? A, f- a sentence. What would you think? it? A monkey that is a hitman? Exactly. It's pretty straightforward. Nice. So I'm going to spoil the first episode for you just to get an idea of like how it goes. The series, you know? Okay. Hitman Bryce goes, kills a politician, and then he himself gets betrayed and goes to live out with these monkeys. And during his stay with the monkeys, uh, some people show up, kill him, kill the monkeys. But one, one monkey lives, and he carries on the mantle because guess the fuck what? Bryce, the hitman, is his ghost buddy. Oh, shit. So you have Bryce walking around talking for the like talking with the monkey and for the monkey, mm-hmm. and um, it's pretty good giving him advice, teaching him how to be a hitman. The monkey shows like a lot of emotion. It's really fun, really gory a lot of times. It's got elements of comedy in there, but it's also got a little bit of emotion, a little bit of action, well, a lot of action. Pretty dope show. It's on Hulu. It's you know good. Nice. Actually, because you were talking about shows, there I do have a show that I've watched recently that. You would fucking, I loved it. It was funny as shit. It's called Vox Machina. Oh, I actually have been thinking about checking this one out. It's on Amazon Prime, right? Uh, Fucking do it. Yes, it's on Amazon Prime. Fucking do it. Hilarious. There are some of, like, some of the names that they call each other on there were cracking me the fuck up, and I intend on using them. One of my favorites... Do you care if I do you care if I spoil? Oh, go one for of them, it. One of my favorites was they called someone a taint raisin. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So from here on out, uh, I will be using the phrase taint raisin pretty frequently. Oh, man. Is that going to replace cut nugget? Yes. <laughs> I feel like it could. I feel like yeah, it could. Very nice. Very nice. Taint raisin is much more tame, too, but it's also unexpected. You fucking taint raisin. Um, <laughs> but yeah, super good. Um, definitely like. Bloody along the lines of how, uh, fuck, what was that? Invincible was. Okay. Not not quite as, like, blatant fucking murdery. It's not like that. But the bloodiness is shown in the same right in the same way. Yeah, it's right up there. Okay. So oh, I also forgot I just watched uh, the original My Bloody Valentine today. Nice. Yeah, 1981. It's really good for a horror movie. I like the story. Um, well, not good for a horror movie. Good for, like, an early 80s indie horror movie, low budget. I think it was, like... Two million shot up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a remake back in 09. They're both really great films, but what with it being Valentine's Day, the day they're recording this, uh, mm-hmm. figured, you know, should watch one of them. And we watched the uh, first one. Really good. Nice. Nice. Anyhow, let's see here. Back to the games. All right. So, who? Try to be quick about this, too. UFC 4. Uh, Keanu, I'm not a UFC guy. You're obviously familiar with the sport. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't watch it because it's just too, like, it's too brutal to watch on TV. I like boxing, but there's something about MMA that's way too fucking hardcore for me. That's that's weird because I fucking love watching people pummel the shit out of each other. There's, there's this photo that I saw of a guy that literally has a dent in his forehead from someone's elbow. Oh, well, goddamn. 
yeah, like, it's just too much. It's too fun. Like, I don't, huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's cringy, and I don't like it. UFC's pretty hardcore to watch. I don't know if I could really, I've never tried to watch, like, a full thing, but I've seen some pretty brutal matches, and it's, mm -hmm. watching it, not for me. The game, though, pretty fucking sweet. I'm much better at it than it was the last one. It was free on PlayStation Network, so I got it. Much more user-friendly, so if anyone really likes the UFC games, but they're not good, I would recommend that. Whew. Okay, Dynasty Warriors 9. The Dynasty Warrior games all pretty much the same, except this one seems to stand out a little bit. It's got more of an open world concept. You can do a lot of things like go around picking up equipment, basically explore the world, go to a shop in the world instead of like going to a separate menu. The Dynasty Warrior games previous to this kind of kept everything contained to one battlefield, whereas this one's more of like a large map that you can go through the entire time. So it's kind of neat to open it up. I guess amongst the Dynasty Warriors fans, it's not like a big hit. A lot of people didn't like it. I think 8 might be preferred, but I don't know. I'm just getting back into it. It's a fun game if you just want to mow down thousands of people with very little thought. Nice. Yeah, because I think, like, I played more, or, I don't know, about a week ago, I killed, like, 4,000 guys in one match, and I'm like, this is just soothing. It's not hard, it's not difficult, you just run around and do the thing. Beautiful. All right, and of course, for some fucking reason, because I hate myself, Dying Light 2. Keanu, have you ever played the Dying Light games, heard of them? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, well, I have a fun anecdote about the first Dying Light game, and I think you'll appreciate this, because I can't help but play the games and, like, think about this from time to time. When I realized I was going to break up with uh, someone, it was during the time I was playing the first Dying Light game. Mm -hmm. So it's when I was playing it uh, on the day of my brother's wedding, and we were having a conversation, like me, her, and her friend. And I think you'll remember this when I bring it up, but she used the phrase, when your dreams fail. Yeah, yeah, I remember, because I was fucking furious. Yeah, I just whipped around and went deadly quiet. She's like, no, I meant if. I'm like, yeah, all right. So it was at that point, I'm like, well, I got to get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I can't play Dying Light without thinking about that either. <laughs> oh. But, um, so Dying Light 2, a lot different than the first game. And here's, it kind of pisses me off too. You run out of stamina when you climb, which even though it's logical, kind of makes it difficult for like the taller buildings. Mm -hmm. In the first game, you can just keep climbing. It's also tied in with your combat stamina, so you can't like beat the shit out of the zombies, run out of stamina, and then start climbing away. You need to regenerate. Makes it a lot more difficult. Can't pick up weapons that drop. Like, if I kill three guys and they all have, say, crowbars, I can't pick up a crowbar. Damn. Just want, it's just gone. Which really pisses me off, because, like, that's one of the biggest things about uh, a lot of games like this that are, you know, RPGs and open worlds, that you can pick up anybody's weapon. Like, the Fallout games tease me with it. That's a weird thing, because most of the video guys I've watched, like, when you kill somebody or when you fight something, like, you always get to loot them. Always. Yeah, like, a majority of, well, you can still loot them, but you don't get the weapon, which is infuriating. Oh. Like, you can search them, but you don't come back with a weapon. You'll come back with, like, either money or, like, an item to craft with. But whatever weapon they have just falls through the map or it's just gone forever. Like, it's, it's fucking frustrating. That's horseshit. Yeah. You can't fix your weapons either, so when they break, they break. Unlike in the first game where you can continuously repair them. That's another thing that frustrates me. And I don't know if they patched it, but when you're in some cutscenes trying to listen to the fucking story, sometimes it'll skip dialogue completely so you can't see or hear anything. Damn. So I have no idea how this little girl got this powerful fucking weapon, and I have to fill it in for myself later, because for whatever goddamn reason, they couldn't figure that out before release. Mm. It's fine. It's fine, guys. AAA title's punching me in the dick this year like you guys didn't make enough goddamn money anyways. <laughs> fucking, what is, like, this year in gaming bullshit, man? We just keep getting hit in the dick as gamers. Like, even the fucking Cyberpunk 2077, the highly hyped game, came out and just shit all over everybody. Because I'm friends with a lot of gamers, aside from yourself, and I've heard that there has just been a lot of shit that's, like, come out, and it's just been like glitchy and they've had a lot of problems off jump and they've had a lot of like, and I can see like some problems with an initial launch, but like, God damn. 
I will say Dying Light 2 is not the most egregious, but it's not good either. I mean, you had plenty of time. Like, I shouldn't be getting hit through walls because zombies are on the ground. Like, I died from that stupid shit. There we go. The whole, like, I gotta restart. the pain in the ass. Yeah. But, you know, it's just small issues. It's not as fun as the first one right now. Maybe it's gonna get better. I'm not too far into it. Um, do you wanna know what the real pisser is, Keani, about this game? Tell me. If you want to 100% complete it, do every little thing. Do you want to guess how many hours it will take you? I will give you a hint. It's more than 250. I was about to say 433. Oh, damn. That's definitely, definitely still too little. 500. Jesus, fuck. 500 hours if you want to do everything in the fucking game. I'm not that guy. I would never be that guy. But it just goes to show, like, apparently it's 500 hours. I think that's just developers being like, I don't fucking know. Have them go find shit. And they just throw things in the game. Well, I mean, I guess it gives you 500 hours worth of play. I feel like that's, like, worth your money. I was about to say that if I play a game for 500 hours, kill me, but I've definitely played Grand Theft Auto Roleplay for more than 500 hours. However, and Mountain Blade Warband, but I don't know. I feel like a game like Dying Light maybe wouldn't be as expansive. Like, Mountain Blade Warband, you can do a lot more with. I don't know, though. We're not here to talk about that. Uh-huh. But yeah, Dying Light 2, pretty fun. It has issues. They'll probably keep passing it. Yeah. Uh, ideally. Last thing before we uh, go to break. So... I talked to you last time about the audiobook Knights of the Living Dead, right? Uh-huh. So I kind of had to stop listening to it, at least for a while, because some of the stories I, I was not crazy about. Yeah. And there's a pattern. So I noticed, like, you know, it's an anthology about everything that happens in the first 24 or 48 hours of the zombie outbreak in George Romero's universe. A really cool concept. Here's the thing. In one of the stories, someone had, like, psychic powers. I'm like, all right, it's a little, a little much. I'll get through that. In another one, you're in, like, the perspective of a fucking, like, white supremacist fascist, and I'm like, I don't need to hear any of this. Mm-hmm. This is all, un- like, he ends up, spoiler alert, he ends up dying, but it's like, I just, just, just because it goes to hell, like, that doesn't make me feel better. Just hearing, like, all this terrible shit that he thinks, and, like, the fact that he sleeps with a woman, he's like, oh, she'd be perfect if you got her an SS hat and a fucking a swastika on her panties. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Like, I don't... This is bad. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, there was another story where, um, I guess these guys robbed a Comic-Con, some convention, and then they hold up in a house, and the house is haunted, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I want, I, I'm here for a fucking George Romero zombie universe. Now you're telling me we have sidekicks and ghosts? Like, I just, what the fuck? What the fuck, guys? What the fuck? I just threw my hands up. I'm like, I don't know, man. I got other books. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to shit on it. I know, like, in that world, you can only do so much. But maybe that's why, like, an anthology featuring so many stories might not be good. Yeah. Because after a while, they're kind of doing, like, the lather, rinse, repeat of here's the person. Uh-huh. Do they get infected? Don't they get infected? And then the end. And that's it's. I mean, there are a lot of other elements. But for the most part, they seem to circle around the same beats. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, if you're a big fan of Romero, like I know a lot of people are, I'm not knocking it at all. I'm just saying that, you know, it did seem to get a little repetitive. Uh, But speaking of repetitive, you know what's not repetitive, Keanu? What? The taste that you get from Jeffrey Dahmer's meats. (laughs) Uh, Jeffrey's meats. It's always dinner with Dahmer time. Mmm. Oh, hi there. Winter got you down? Well, it's time to get sprung for spring. That's right, folks. You can get hornier than three squirrels in a tree. This season for my meats. This spring, get our meat trail package, including your favorites like Italian sausage. 
10-inch kielbasa and Margaret's Mystery Meats. For a low price of $10, my meat will fill your mouth. Isn't that great? And we're back. And we're going to discuss whether or not these birds are fucking real. So, the birds aren't real conspiracy basically revolves around the idea that uh, around the JFK era, the CIA decided they wanted to spy on all the American citizens. And the best way to do that would replace all the living birds with drones. That way they can spy on everyone all the time. I'm not going to read over the entire history of the organization, but basically the idea is that they had like Boeing come up with a bunch of, uh, I think it was B-52s? 120 B-52 bombers, and they basically just wiped out their bird population and started to replace them. So, Keani, the main thing here with this is that we're we're trying to debate whether or not people think this is a real conspiracy. Do people really think that JFK was killed in part because of this program? Uh, you know, I don't think he was killed because of this program. Now, however, part of this, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could kind of see it. And then part of it, I'm also like, no. <laughs> like, what do you think is kind of logical or reasonable? Okay, the government's spying on us, but I feel like they already can do that through things like our phones and then Alexa that hears you and and um, and you know maybe maybe there are some birds that that are in fact surveillance drones, but do I think that they wiped out the entire population of birds? No. The amount of eggs and baby birds that I've found on the ground and things like that, like you just... And not to be depressing, but if anyone's ever seen like a dead bird, you know that, you know, there are gears and shit inside. It's just, it's dead. Yeah, it, it's a dead bird. Like, I had a cat that used to catch and eat birds, so... Could you imagine a world where like we grew up seeing robotic birds and we were like, yeah, it's a bird. What do you mean? It has gears and circuits and wires and shit. Yeah, when birds die, they blow up. No shit. Yeah, what do you mean? That's normal. That's normal. But there are some things that they said, like about birds sitting on power lines and it charging them up. I'm like, you know, I kind of, I kind of, you know. They just somehow <laughs> directly zap the energy out of the power line. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. This made me fucking cackle. They <laughs> <laughs> said that bird poop was a liquid tracking apparatus. <laughs> I <laughs> fucking died that bird shit on your car. Here's, here's what got me. Hold on. Let me see if I can find the exact bit. Because I was reading this and I wanted to believe they thought it was serious. It's about the bus. Okay. Clearly the Boeing engineers didn't get the memo for doles about remaining undetected and actually painted Area 51 or bust on both sides of the bus. <laughs> like they'd stop at gas stations and, <laughs> and sing songs with titles such as I Left My Honey for Area 51 and Let's Kill All the Birds. That attracted a lot of attention. Like, <laughs> come the fuck on, guys. It's fucking hilarious. And then, like, they sound like they're making all this logical sense. And then and then all of a sudden they're like, but no one made it out of it alive. Then how do you know? Then how do you know? Well, no, there was one guy that made it because he got left at a gas station somewhere when everybody else fucked off. Oh, yeah. And then I seen that they were holding rallies. Rallies. They're holding fucking rallies about this. I mean, look. I don't think the government's even capable of running itself, let alone a conspiracy of this magnitude. No. If you right. were to tell me, like, a dozen CIA agents had, like, three birds for surveillance, I'd totally buy it. But to go this far? Nah. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I could see, like, some birds, because they've caught videos of a bird, like, just frozen in spot. Like, in the spot. In the sky. Like, I've seen plenty of those. So I mean, look. 
the same agency that tried to like microdose all of Los Angeles with acid or LSD or whatever is literally. Try- I mean, I would believe it if they were trying to do drones. Mm-hmm. Hey, how much would it take to put enough acid in the entire water supply for Los Angeles? Um. Anyways, I could see like some birds, like maybe some birds are because I don't think that that's like beyond our level of technology. I also think that the government has had has technology long before the public ever fucking sees it. So, okay. What do you think if you look at the group and the amount of them that actually believe it's true? Okay. Like watching them at rallies, I'd say, I think the guy running it thinks it's true. I don't, I hope not. I hope, like, I hope he's the world's best troll. I hope he's just fucking nailing it. (laughs) Cause like, I really appreciate this whole joke. It's amazing. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I had the ability to pull a joke this good. But I just don't think they're, I don't think they're, like, serious. At least not the original people. I mean, from the videos and stuff that I saw, I don't think, I think that all the people there is for shits and giggles. But I think that there are some people somewhere that fully fucking believe in this shit. Believe it as fact. Just like there are people who think that the world is fucking flat, okay? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, when it comes to people that just believe dumb shit... It's going to be a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like you're maybe going to get, I don't know, at most, I hope it's only like 5% of this quote unquote movement. Mm-hmm. Because like, it's a great joke. You can buy shirts. I don't want to give them money, but I want a shirt. So I got to figure that out. Yeah. I, you know what? I wrote that <laughs> down too. I was like, they have shirts and I kind of want one. <laughs> I can't really tell if it's satire or not. Because the way that like the website itself was written the fuck out. Like it was so well thought out and so well explained and like the, the, the depth of the detail and like the times and the dates and the, and I was just like, damn, this makes me want to believe it. It makes me want to believe it. I want so badly for them to believe that this is real just because it's so fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Like they have a whole write up that if I remember, I'll uh, link to in the description for the episode, but it's just, it's man, I couldn't imagine being a part of something like this and being genuine about it. And I'm not trying to like poke fun at anyone, but holy shit, guys, get it together. Oh man. Like someone was, hold on. There's a, there's another quote here. Okay. So it's the water tanks were hard to design. And one of the engineers almost gave up, but Dole's hit him over the head with a 40 pound wrench to try and knock some sense into him. <laughs> so intentionally put the man into a coma to which he never awoke. Like, come on. What kind of writing is that? That is clearly them fucking around. Right. I have never once thought that when I hit someone with a wrench, it was going to knock sense into them. It was strictly to cause bodily harm. Yes. Yes. The whole point of hitting someone with a hammer or a wrench. There was a fucking, there was a sign that made me fucking die. It said pigeons are liars. (laughs) (laughs) Like at one of their rallies, someone was marching around with a sign that said pigeons are liars. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, here's another thing from their official history that really bugs me. Uh We only know this information because 12 pallets Quote, pallets of classified documents were stolen from a warehouse by birds aren't real patriots. Yeah, I, I wrote that down too. Stole 12 pallets of classified info. How the fuck did you get out with 12 pallets, bro? They like, they just had, I want to know how they got the information. Like, who's transporting documents on a pallet? Is it just stacks of paper that's like wrapped up in plastic and fucking like ratcheted down? And they came in with forklifts and like, aha, oi, we're away. Like, how do you steal a pellet of something? See, here's the thing. I just think that if they've got the technology to wipe out all the birds and make them drones or whatever, then they would have the technology to put all their paperwork on a computer and not on 
palettes of classified. Right. <laughs> if they had the technology for those robots back in the 60s and 70s, they wouldn't have got caught so easily. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, this would not be 12 palettes of classified info. Have you guys ever seen, like, I don't know, five government people trying to get shit together? It doesn't work. They don't know what they're doing as a group. Like, this wouldn't happen. Nope. <laughs> like, I work in a place where the fucking people in management don't even talk to each other. Do you think this is a possibility? Jesus. Right? But yeah, that's the thing. I feel like it's probably just top tier troll, at least for like the founder and a lot of people. It's a good joke. I really appreciate it. I'm willing to concede that maybe 5% think it's real because there are people out there that will believe just about fucking yeah. anything. Yeah. So I will admit that there are probably people that are like, yeah, of course this bird is a drone. But if that's true, then the geese that I have to deal with when I go on my walks is just a CIA agent being a dick. And like, with all these birds, I don't even know how many birds are around or quote unquote birds, but like, how many fucking staff do you have? How do you monitor it? Is it just like ping shit when they see something like, oh, that's a bomb and it just alerts you? Or like, what's the game plan here, guys? How do you do that? How do you monitor all these birds? How does this work? Please tell me. Break it down for me. <laughs> Elaborate. But you're right. I, I would have to agree with that. I'd say probably a small percentage does think it's real. But like from the videos and like of the rallies and stuff like that, those people look like it's satire and fun like they look like they're just playing around being ridiculous which i i can appreciate the fuckery i do definitely like it especially compared to like the very dense serious world that we have i like the fact that you know people can mm -hmm. crack a joke with a conspiracy like this i mean it's god tier troll if it's true he's been interviewed by a lot of like organizations and everything they've co like commented on the fact that he seems kind of like wavery or not quite precise about it but i mean honestly Fuck it, man. You're you're doing it. Gen Z for the fucking win on this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cool. So good. So fucking awesome. That's fu it's fucking great. Like it's I, I really do enjoy it. I find it funny as hell. Um and I think if anyone was gonna joke around and make some ridiculous shit and actually make it like a whole fucking movement, it would be now. It would be now with 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 you know, with Gen Z and millennials. It would be now. <laughs> have a shirt that says if it flies it spies <laughs> oh that's fucking funny oh these guys are fucking awesome oh pigeons are liars one with a pigeon that says i am a lie these guys are just great across the board i want one that says pigeons are liars because <laughs> that was my favorite part that way like it's it's totally unrelated people are gonna see that and be like well what the fuck wait what's going on here what the fuck because it's not that they're spies it's just pigeons are liars <laughs> they've lied to me in the past i don't trust them <laughs> pigeons are liars they have one that says i want to disbelieve what the fuck it's a 50 dollar hoodie you cocks <laughs> <laughs> we started well Grandpa, what did you do for a living? Well, I started a satire movement. That's what I did. And I made so much money that none of you have to work ever again. <laughs> ever again. Teach me, Grandpa. Teach me your ways. They even have a Christmas sweater and a mask. <laughs> Stop. A Christmas sweater? <laughs> yeah, birds aren't real. Don't trust the, uh, the no, in partridge. The in the, oh, the birds aren't real. Don't trust, <laughs> trust the partridge in the pear tree. No. Great. I fucking love it. Oh, these guys are brilliant. Yeah, so I think the general verdict is they're mostly pulling our legs. I definitely appreciate it. It's it's just one of the best things. I could not have done it better myself. We could probably get in contact with the person who wrote the website and the whole thing. We could probably 
find a podcast that they've been on or maybe even get them to come on our podcast and be like, tell me about this. I, I mean, maybe. I don't necessarily want to go that far if they've been on like major news networks, but we could definitely, you know, put some feelers out there for people in the movement and get like a vibe. Yeah, get a vibe. See how. Because I would fucking love to talk about Thanks, this. guys. So really in it. I mean, you've got, you've got the Twitter juice, so. Oh, okay. Keanu, one of the insults earlier during the Twitter exchange was that nobody watches our podcast, which I found strange because we're audio only. No, what she said no one watches. What are you, 65? Get off of Twitter. Okay, so the whole Twitter exchange was just fucking awesome. And I know I'm dwelling back to this, but I don't get very <laughs> many wins on Twitter, guys. So, um, go to the trending topic. She's like, oh, I love this character. She fucking slays. I'm like, no, I go out of my way to kill her. And she's like, we don't care, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, motherfuckers, this is Twitter. Like, you posted it. This is what Twitter is. Yeah. And um, five or so people really appreciated my take. It's like, random person chimes in. That's how nobody watches your podcast. Which is <laughs> you can't really watch audio. That would be difficult. And even they laughed at us. So I'm like, fuck it. I think I won that one. <laughs> you did. You did. And you probably gained some people who were like, well, I'm on my way to watch your podcast now. God, I just hope they don't start with episode one. <laughs> God, right? Just start somewhere else. Because, like, that was three dudes in one room with one microphone. It's not a good quality. Like, and that has... Oh, I was thinking our first episode. I'm like, I feel like our first episode was garbage, too. The fuck? Oh, God. Kiana, yeah, it took us so long to find our groove that, like, we're nearly Uh 50 episodes in. This episode 44 or 45 altogether. Yeah. And, like, I just now in the past 10 or so started to feel like we're really fucking nailing it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're fucking killing it. We're killing it. We're nailing it like a line of coke in the 80s. Yep. Killing it just like the CIA does with the birds. (laughs) Pigeons are liars. Remember. Yep. They all are. Except crows. Crows are real and they deserve our love and affection. I love crows, actually. Like, absolutely love them. Oh, yeah. They remember human faces. So if you give them gifts, they'll return the favor. I talk to the ones at my job. I try to feed the ones at my job. I see them. Like, I don't, I don't have, I don't ever have anything to feed them. But like, I'm always like, hi, good morning. Hi. I usually keep a bag of pretzels in my car for when I go on break and watch uh, TV for the 15 minutes that I'm legally allotted. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, that's why I manage to consume all this content is because I'm at home a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty great to just be home and relax and watch TV and not fucking... All right. So, Keone, where can people find you? You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Abundant Studio. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Robots Don't Age. And, even better, at Amethyst County. Because we're on Twitter now, motherfuckers! Woo! Oh, this game's gonna be fucking dope. I believe, optimistically, we're looking at a September release. But we're not positive on that. Nice. Um, as of right now, the demo should be out. We might be able to work around giving people a copy. We'll have to see. I'll talk to CJ about that. Because he's definitely handling the more hands-on distribution bit. Uh-huh. But I do know that we're going to get some to our friends Radio Geek, Alienbo, and Bone King because they're our streaming buddies. Boom, boom, boom. And thank you, everybody. Uh, feel free to check them out. And uh, duh, duh, the birds are, aren't real. They're fucking liars. Yeah. And they're whores. And that is not my <laughs> child. I fucking told that pigeon it was not my kid. It's not my kid. Pigeons are liars. Yeah, stupid bitch. It's not mine. <laughs> You've, how many pigeons have you fucked and you think it's my kid? <laughs> Yeah, okay. How dare you? Yeah, well, what about a test, Denise? You, you fucking, you fucking troll. Right. Anyways, thanks for listening. Bye.